1: Hello and welcome to the Heat Check Podcast, the Miami Herald Miami Heat Podcast. I'm David Wilson and I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Anthony Chang, our Heat beat writer here at the Herald. Anthony, basketball is really back. Uh, you were, obviously, we talked last week, you were in the Bahamas uh, for trading camp. Um, in the last two nights you've been at FTX Arena to watch yep. basketball games. One at an intra-squad, the Heat's annual intra Uh, scrimmage on Monday and then, uh, on Tuesday night, the heat uh, with a loss. Um, but, uh, got to see some, some pretty interesting stuff. I would say not, you know, a lot, a lot of key guys held out, including Jimmy Butler, but, um, a a lot of the stuff we were talking about in the preseason and excited or in the, like in camp and excited to see once the preseason and, and the regular season got here, you got, we got to see little glimpses of it on Tuesday night um let's start there we'll talk about Tyler Hero in the the back half of this episode his extension I I don't know if there's a whole lot else to say there we went we talked about what it's going to mean last week um so uh yeah biggest takeaway from last night what's the biggest thing you learned
0: well there are a few right um as you said Jimmy Butler didn't play Eve Vincent didn't play Victor Oladipo didn't play all for rest purposes um doesn't seem to be injury related but those are three rotation guys. So it was really kind of hard to get a true read on the rotation, right, without those three. Um, but I do think, considering the starting lineup was Kyle, Lowry, Bam, and Abayo, Tyler Hero, Caleb Martin, Omar Yurtseven, um, Tyler Hero really looks like he's going to start. <laughs> he's, he, he started an interest, interest squad scrimmage, which you, know, you take that with a grain of salt, but still, he was the one in the starting lineup with Kyle, Bam, and Jimmy in that scrimmage. He's in the starting lineup to open the preseason. If he was going to be the sixth man, he wouldn't be starting, these, the scrimmage, or or really probably the preseason opener. So, I think all the talk about Tyler Hero, wanting to start, will he start, will he make him a starter? It seems like it's trending in that direction. Second, Caleb Martin. Again, he started the scrimmage too in that lineup. Mm-hmm. He started the preseason opener. We've said he's a favorite to replace P.J. Tucker in the starting lineup. It really seems that way. He's played very well. Uh, it's only been a scrimmage in a preseason, uh, one preseason game, but he's looked solid. Like, making threes, yeah. which is super important for the role he's going to be in this season. Um, athletic, like he always is, playing good defense. So uh, Caleb Martin and here look like they're, they're going to be the two new faces in the starting lineup. Uh, but the biggest and most interesting thing, and I don't know if this will carry over into the regular season, we'll see, I don't even think the Heat know at this point, is the BAM-Yurtsev in front court. Um, we didn't see much of it last season. I think it was 18 minutes they played together. The Heat were... I'll score by 13 points in those 18 minutes. Um, from what I've heard, they played a lot together in training camp. Um, they started the preseason opener, opener together with Jimmy out. It looks clunky at times. The spacing looks off uh, at times because they're still learning to play with each other. Even Eric Spolcher admitted as much after the game. Like The reason they started together, the reason they played 20 minutes together in this preseason game is because they know... It's going to take time and minutes together on the court for them to figure things out. So I don't think that's going to be the starting front court, but I do think that is a combination that he want to try um, against certain teams and they want to work out the kinks and see what it looks like right now. Um, So for me, those were the three biggest things. And then, you know, to the side, bam at a bio at 17 shots, right? We talked about bam's assertiveness, 17 shots in 25 minutes. That's pretty high number. Um, Jimmy was out. So you have to, you have to consider that as well, and with everything. But he, he was really aggressive. He made a three, which I know Heat fans love. Um, so that's the Bam that he wants. They want him to take uh, more shots this year. They want him to be more assertive, and we saw that in the first preseason game.
1: Yeah, I think what's telling about the Bam stuff is it was both games, right? In the in the two in the uh, red, white, and pink game on Monday, he shot a bunch of threes, was aggressive shooting the ball. And you know you, you mentioned 17 points, but no Jimmy Butler in the lineup. Like that's kind of the whole deal, right? Is that when he, the, what he, what the Heat are looking for is not for Jimmy for Bam to shoot 17 points on a night where Jimmy's out there and controlling the offense. Yeah. They, they, I mean, there were nights last year when Jimmy was out and Bam would still only take like eight shots. Like that, that is, it's not. It doesn't have to be an every night thing for Bam. It has to be an option and just. You know, it's we've talked about a lot. It's it's an attitude more necessarily than improving a skill set. It's you know sometimes you got to be fine. You know the best the best players in the league don't aren't always the most efficient. You know the the best players in the league don't usually lead the league in field goal percentage, right? Like there there's a trade off that comes with being the guy, and um, you know that that's what Bam has to kind of like embrace. Not every night, but again, you know, Jimmy Butler in all likelihood is going to miss 15 or so games this year. Um, and then if, if you can do that on the nights when he's out and come playoff time, um, hopefully you're ready to do that on the in the minutes when he's out. And obviously we know he can play a lot of minutes uh, in the playoffs, but still there's going to be eight to ten minutes a night in these meaningful playoff games where you just need Bam to keep that aggressive attitude. So I think that's the, the most positive sign, I would say, from – the two live games we saw uh, so far this week is just that aggressiveness that everyone has wanted for a long time, only two games. But the fact they did it in both games, I think is, is a positive sign. Um, and, you know, I think he's obviously taught. It's not so like, obviously it was a talking point throughout the preseason. It's like, I need to be more aggressive. I need to be more, more aggressive. That's been a talking point for a couple of years. Um, but at the same time, I think, the fact that they really did not change very much of the roster, um, like means that they have a little bit of faith that it's coming this year too.
0: Yeah, and and we've talked about this all summer. David is like, without with them not making a big addition, pretty much the same roster. You could argue they took a step back with losing PJ Tucker and really not replacing him. The the only way they'll take a step forward is not only like Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo take another leap, but they gotta try new things, right? This is the same right. group pretty much. They gotta try new things. So Omar, Year Seven Bam front court. Tyler Hero in the starting lineup, Caleb Martin at the four. Um, you know, uh, Max may maybe playing more off the bench. Victor Oladipo in a six man role. Like it, they're gonna try different things and and tinker and experiment with stuff this preseason. That's what the preseason is for. But because they have to, because they know they can't just do the same thing that they did last year. It worked, but you know teams got better. They really didn't make a big addition, so they gotta try new things, and I think that's what you're seeing early on so far.
1: Yeah, the the BAM you're um I mean it tells me also like just that it's an option, right? It's not like Yeah, that. it's an option. It's not gonna be the starting lineup, but I think they're you know, I think Caleb Martin looks like the front runner to start at forward. Mm-hmm. Him and him and Jimmy to be the starting forwards with Bam at center. Um I mean it's fair, like the Heat can't just assume that that's going to be the solution, right? Caleb Martin is a guy who was uh, on a two-way contract last year, uh, really good in his small role. Um, they're asking him to do a lot more this year by being the, the starter. Um, and will we see a Bam-Yurt starting lineup at some point this year? It's possible, like I said, Jimmy's probably going to miss 10 to 15 sure. inches because that's what yeah. happens. But is it also possible that that becomes... Kind of, a, uh, I don't want to say their best lineup, but in certain situations could it become their best lineup. And I think, you know, power forward is not going to be filled by one guy this year. It's going to be filled by committee in a way that, um, you know, a, a lot of good NBA teams do that, right? A lot of good NBA teams, especially when you've kind of been in this championship mix for a few years and it's hard to pay everyone and it's hard to keep everyone. A lot of NBA teams feel like they have like four guy, like four, no doubt guys. And the fifth, I mean, you look at it in the playoffs every year, it's like random guy. One guy will be the closing guy in one series and another guy will close games in the next series. And it feels like that's kind of the situation the Heat is in right now. Right. With Bam, Jimmy, um, Tyler, and, and let's say Kyle Lowry. Um, and that fourth spot, like, obviously it's the starting lineup is up for grabs. Um, but it's not, I don't think it's ever going to be filled by just one guy because I don't think Caleb Martin is going to be all of a sudden like a most improved player candidate. And I don't know if, you know, we know Duncan Robinson has some major flaws with his game. And, and Max True's is probably a little small to just be that fifth starter. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're is a center and, and two big lineups don't work against everyone. But those are four. I didn't even mention Victor Oladipo, obviously, could could be a guy who fills that fifth lineup spot sometimes like. Those are all good NBA players. Yeah. yeah. Those are all good NBA players who bring different things to the table. Um, it's kind of obvious, like, right, these guys are all role players. But I don't think any of them are like, you know, we got to see what year it is. Obviously, we did not see very much of him last year. It's, it'll be – he's a guy who needs to take a, a jump forward to to be able to – in that conversation. But uh, those, are, those are a bunch of interesting guys who I think by committee could fill that spot, and we're going to get – probably look, looks at a couple of different of those possibilities uh, in the next couple of
0: weeks here. Yeah. That's a good point. And like they've talked about it the first during camp, they talked about it the last few days. They think depth and versatility is the strength of this roster. And, and it's what we saw last year.
1: Eric Spolster loves, right? He loves, he loves it.
0: Else. He preaches that nonstop, right? Relentlessly. He preaches versatility, depth, using, maximizing, you know, the, what you have on the roster. They have speed lineups, right? With Caleb at the four. They have space spacing lineups with Struce at the four or Duncan at the four or Struce and Duncan together on the court. They have big lineups with omer and Bam. So they're gonna they're gonna cycle through all those this season, whether it's because of injuries, because of what they need for a certain game, um that's gonna be one of the strengths of this team. And you have to take a look at all those things in the preseason. We haven't seen Victor yet because obviously he didn't play in the preseason opener. There were a few minutes, I think, where Max, Duncan, and Tyler played together in the preseason opener, which was interesting. I don't think they played much together last year. I remember looking it up last night, like 30 minutes or around, some, somewhere like below less than 50 minutes last season they played together. But we see more of those lineups. I know defensively there might be some concerns, but as far as like offensive spacing, probably not going to get a better lineup out there than yeah. one when you have Tyler, uh, Max, and Duncan. So... Um, there's a lot of different ways this team can go. I think we kind of know what a starting lineup will look like, but the bench rotation is going to be interesting because I think it could change, like from game to game, honestly, depending right. on what to the team they're playing and what they need on a certain night.
1: Which wouldn't be unusual at all for an Eric
0: Spoelstra no. team. No, we've seen it year after year, right? Where like, yeah. what for a week this guy will be in the rotation and then one other guy gets hot and that guy's in the Like it's just that's the way Eric Spolstra coaches for better or for worse, he's gonna, he's not like stuck to once rotation that's set in stone. He never has been.
1: Uh, you mentioned no Victor Oladipo on Tuesday night. He's probably the one guy I'm still kind of most interested to see this yeah. preseason. Um, cause he was, I mean, obviously his, his offensive game was kind of not, not where we were used to seeing it, um, in the past when he kind of broke out during the playoffs, but like I think what we saw in the playoffs from him, especially you know defensively, obviously, and then just knowing, you know, now he's two years removed from his last knee injury, getting close to that, right? Um, at least like he's the guy that he's the ultimate, I think, X factor on this roster. Like, you can talk about can Caleb Martin take a jump? Can you take a jump? Um, I don't think anyone on the roster, anyone, any one of these X factor type guys unless you count, like, Tyler Hero and Bam, but, like, yeah. you know, those, those role players who have a chance to be more than just role players, no one has a higher ceiling of that group than sure. Victor Oladipo. Yeah. I'm not sure, you know, when we talk, like I said, could he be the fifth guy in your lineup at the end of the year? Maybe you're a little small if he is the, you know, if Jimmy's the power forward and he's the three or whatever, Um, but he's the guy who, you know, if Victor, if Tyler Hero goes into the starting lineup this year, like we all expect, like, he's kind of I think the sixth man, at least maybe not, not, maybe not nominally. Maybe they will you know, maybe Max Strews will check into games first or whatever. On, but like, in terms of the guy, who can do the sixth man type stuff, spark, you got spark you off the bench, run an offense, get buckets. Um, and then obviously slot in with the starters um, and provide a role and his role being defense compared to Tyler being instant offense. He is the guy that has a chance to, you know, they're losing. They're losing the six man of the year in some ways, right? Like that—that that was a huge strength this team had last year. And Victor Oladipo, I think, is the the best solution they have to
0: to replace that that role. Yeah, I think Victor Oladipo. You would think would be in that six man of the year running, right? If he, right, he if could he be. is Victor Oladipo, it could it could be. It's not like that. it's a, it's a realistic prediction. Actually, I think when we do our pre- our predictions, you should predict that. Just do that one again. Yeah, is you know, the other odds Harris. on
1: that yet. I'm curious.
0: There probably is. I haven't seen them though yet. They may, they might not be out yet. Yeah. I don't know. But I would so think he is too early th- to
1: know who's gonna be. Yeah.
0: sixth.
1: Oh, it is. It is out there with Tyler Hero's second on it. So obviously this is. Like, they will have
0: to update that. Yeah,
1: they'll have to yeah, update that.
0: Who's first? Uh, Jordan Poole. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, but yeah, I think Victor Oladipo. I mean, Baller counts. Oladipo plus fair.
1: four thousand. This you is according to
0: VegasInsider.com. You should I take I those should, odds, David. I, I think. should cite this. Yeah. Um, by all accounts, the Victor's looked really good in camp. Uh, mm-hmm. Eric Spolsch said last week he has he's, he has that burst back consistently, which is a good sign for the Heat. Um, so yeah, I think he is one of those guys who could swing the direction of this team this season, right? Like he has a higher ceiling than most of the X factors, like you mentioned. Um, if he's even close to the Victor Oladipo of Olds, who was an all-star all-NBA player, I don't think any of us expect that, but if he's even close to that, yeah. all of a sudden, you can make the argument that he had the best team in the East. So, that's how much he can swing this roster. Um, They're going to need to replace Telehero's scoring punch off the bench, and he's the he's really the clear-cut guy to do that. Um, And if he can, yeah, I mean, he he could be that, you know, he didn't really bring in anybody new, but if he's twenty percent better than he was last season, ten percent better than he was last season, he could serve as that um like, you know, that that kind of quote unquote like big big addition that he really didn't make. Um so, you know, we'll see. I think we'll have to, you know, we haven't seen Victor yet, uh this preseason. But yeah, that's one of the guys I'm really intrigued to kind of watch, um, to see, you know, see what it looks like.
1: All right. Speaking of Tyler Hero, uh, he gets a big extension. Uh, what day was that? It was
0: Sunday July, night, week,
1: right? I was out today. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, Sunday night, right? Right. You just gotten back from uh yeah. from the Bahamas. Tyler gets an extension. Not a surprise. I think we we talked about it last week. Expecting it to get done by the deadline. Um, doesn't seem like it changes a whole lot, right? That, we, we knew that if there was maybe a move out there to make, that they would explore that move. And obviously, Tyler was going to be the the main trade chip. Um, at this point. It seems like there's not an imminent move out there for anyone to make. Uh, so they extend Tyler Hero. Um, big money. You know, people were kind of like, oh, that's a lot of money for Tyler Hero, obviously, with the caveat that uh, when the new media rights deal goes up, the right. cap is expected to take a huge jump. So that. A lot that the, I think the understanding is this is the first of a bunch of extensions probably coming that are going to look eye popping at first. And we're just going to get used to the new. It happens every time there's a new media deal. Basically, the, that first round of extensions like looks crazy and then you get used to it. Um, I don't know, is there are there are there big takeaways from this uh, extension or is it kind of just standard business for the heat?
0: I mean, it's pretty much standard business, right? We said that he would probably get it. They, they, he'd have a history of, yeah, giving their own guys extensions once they're able to. Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow, Bam Adebayo, um, to name a few, to name more uh, a few recent ones. Um, yeah. I was a little surprised that he got. In, I thought it would get something close to RJ Barrett, like either the same or, right, like give or take a couple million dollars. Yeah. But RJ Barrett got one hundred, hundred and seven million dollars guaranteed, up to one twenty million for their four-year extension. Well, here we've got 120 million dollars guaranteed, 130 yeah. million, uh, up to 130 million, you know, in incentives. So that's 13 million dollars more. Um, so I I was a little surprised that it was, so high, but good for Tyler. I mean, he's obviously deserves the extension. He was six men of the year, one of the best young scorers in the NBA, has plenty of room to grow at 22 years old. Um, and I guess the big takeaway is like this is the team right now. For all those like dreaming about a big trade this season, you know, at some point in the next few months, very unlikely gonna happen. As we've said repeatedly on this podcast, like now that he signed the extension, it is nearly impossible to trade Hero until next July. Um, and maybe next July the trade rumors kick up again, but he's not gonna be so easy to trade now. You know, now that he's making 30 million dollars a year, uh, it's gonna be a little. It's gonna be a little tougher, but. Um, I think for now, the major takeaway is get used to this roster because, yeah, there might be like a role player added in January, February. But other than that, this core is the one you're going to have for the rest of the season. Yeah. And again, like
1: if this, you know, they were going to extend him no matter what before the start of the season. But, uh, you know, if they thought there was a possibility that, Bradley Beal or Alexander would would be traded before the end of, like, before the trade deadline, basically. They probably would have been a little bit more um, maybe aggressive at pursuing that kind of stuff right now. Um, You know, it's the NBA. Things change fast, and who knows? Bradley Beal could be on a new team by February or Damian Lillard could be on a new team by February. Um, Probably not likely uh, given that those guys have Obviously, Beal just signed a big extension, um, and Damian Lillard, I would I would think is going to give it a, at least a year in, in Portland to see kind of the direction they're going. Uh Shady Eldridge-Alexander, it seems like he's kind of the one that I still think could maybe get moved uh, by the deadline, just because I think OKC is going to be really bad. Um, but So there is a chance that he could, could regret this, but I think, um, you know, more likely than not, they're gonna they were gonna stand pat no matter what, you know, I don't know if they had it. you know, you look they didn't have the, the the pieces to make the Donovan Mitchell trade or the Kevin Durant trade that people want. Like they just didn't have the pieces for a lot of that stuff obviously. Um so rolling with this lineup banking on Tyler improvement. And you know what if he improves and uh you know, then we go next off season there's gonna be some more guys and you know, so does it hurt the Heat? Chances to win a title this year, probably just a little bit because they didn't, like you said, they didn't improve. Um, but uh, I think the long term, it was is a move you had to make, obviously, long term. Um, you need to keep your good players around and keep them happy. And, um, you know, the Heat obviously want to win a title while Jimmy Butler's here, but we've talked about it before. They also want in two or three years when Jimmy Butler is gone they want to still be a title contender. And the key to that is, uh, well, one is, is Bam being uh, an all perennial all-star. And another part of that is having a good, really good running mate for him. And whether that is Tyler hero or someone they can trade Tyler hero for in a year or two. Right. So, so they're, they're keeping all, they're not keeping their options open for this year, but obviously like it doesn't keep them from doing anything next summer. And,
0: no, for sure. Yeah,
1: they have a long-term vision, and sometimes you got to think long-term over short-term. Um, when there's only so much you can do short-term, you don't want to sacrifice the long-term to make a small short-term move. It's, yeah. it's obvious.
0: Yeah, and you and like you said Bam and Tyler are the future, right? Yeah. Now, like that's the future, and if you can have two top thirty guys, that's a good starting point, right? Like yeah. Bam is the top thirty player right now for sure. You can argue he's top twenty. Um, Tyler Hero. He's not. Top, I don't know if he's top 30 right now, but he uh, has the potential to be that. potential would, yeah, to be Yeah, that. They clearly I yeah.
1: think he can be top 30 in a couple,
0: year, in a couple years. Um, so that's a good starting point, you know, for the Heat. Once Jimmy, Jimmy's 33 now. Obviously Kyle Lowry, I think he's 36. Um, so, you know, they're they're. It's like Eric Spoelstra said, like Bam and Tyler are the future, but they're also the present. So it's like, right. it's an interesting dynamic. And I think you know the Heat are in a good spot right now. And like I said, it doesn't mean they can't trade Tyler Hero in a year. And He's still when the when the cap goes up, and you think about the contract as far as the percentage of the cap, like it's still it's going to be a pr- probably a good contract in a couple of years for sure. Yeah. Once the cap goes up the way they expect it to, um, so yeah, this is the team for now, but like you said, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he's going to be here for the life of the contract. That that's still to be determined.
1: Yeah, and you know the the best way to get to title contention is to have Tyler Hero be even better this year. Obviously yeah, it, was, exactly. it always was, you know, it was always going to be hard to swing one of these big trades. Um, the old this, these guys were still kind of the main four guys on the roster. Um, and that's where we are. And, you know, I think if Tyler stays healthy, you know, obviously I, they should feel this way, right? If Tyler doesn't get hurt in the playoffs, they feel like they made the, they would make the yeah. finals last year. Or Kyle,
0: and, or Kyle Lowry. Right. The Kyle yeah. Finals. Like yeah.
1: now the question, you know, I think like Kyle Lowry, it's, He's old, like, is he ever going to stay fully healthy? Who knows? But uh, Tyler Hero is the guy you're banking on. Like, there's no reason to think he can't get be healthy in the playoffs and uh, give you really good contributions uh, once we get there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, Anthony, you got to catch a flight for uh, New York. Um, so we're going to wrap things up there. Uh, you can follow Anthony on Twitter at Anthony underscore Chang. Uh, follow him he'll be in brooklyn on uh wednesday no sorry thursday for the heat's second preseason game um kevin durant is he, he is he gonna fly
0: we'll see that'll be interesting
1: right yeah that could be fun, kind of fun
0: future former future heater kevin durant when the preseason schedule came out a few months ago i thought maybe this would be you know kevin durant's, kevin durant's return to brooklyn coming. yeah yeah but uh guess not
1: <laughs> uh you can follow me on twitter at dvwilson wilson too um uh, you know, i am a lot of football these days, although I'll pop in on basketball from time to time, and obviously hockey getting kicked off. So, just uh, check out miamiherald.com for uh, all of your South Florida sports coverage. It's the busy time of the year where kind of all six, seven, I guess, in Miami of our biggest teams are in action in some capacity with preseason for Heat, Panthers, and uh, Miami basketball, and, and obviously Marlins season wrapping up, um, plus football in full swing. So. Uh, Thanks again for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week.